Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets logged modest declines, capping a week in which equities were dragged down by the effects of rising oil prices and growing expectations of interest rates staying higher for longer. Dow fell 100 points or 0.3 of a percent. Broader S&P fell 0.23%, uh, with consumer discretionary down 0.87%, financials down three quarters of a percent, real estate down three quarters of a percent. They led nine of the 11 uh, primary sectors lower. Infotech and energy were the only two to advance. NASDAQ uh, was virtually flat. Microsoft lost 0.8% despite the UK Competition and Markets Authority saying that the company's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard uh, would, be, uh, would be possible to go ahead um, given the changes that Microsoft have, has proposed. The Russell 2000 lost 0.3%. US listed shares of various Chinese stocks rallied, uh, including Alibaba uh, up 5% and NEO up 1%. JD.com also gained 2%. Um, following reports suggesting that China is considering a relaxation of rules that limit foreign ownership. Separately, Bloomberg reported that the Sanio network technology, the logistics arms of Alibaba, is planning to file for a Hong Kong IPO as soon as this week. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain said on Friday that the union is expanding its strike to 38 General Motors and Stellantis NV automotive parts distribution centres in 20 states across the US. The union will not initiate additional strikes for the Ford Motor Co as the company has proven it's serious about reaching the deal. For the week, the Dow lost 1.9%, the S&P dropped 2.9%, marking the largest fall since March when Silicon Valley Bank caused problems. Consumer discretionary fell over 6% to be the worst performing sector. The NASDAQ shed 3.6%, um, the worst weekly performance also since March. And the S&P and NASDAQ have fallen six out of the eight last weeks. In US economic data, the S&P Global Manufacturing PMI rose to 48.9 in September from 47.9 and better than forecasted. A flash estimate of the services PMI fell to an eight-month low of 50.2, uh, worse than expected. A broader report highlighted rising stagflation risks as the primary concern. The widely monitored Chicago Fed National Activity Index uh, headlines uh, economic releases this week. In US uh, corporate calendar this week, uh, quarterly results from Costco and Ferguson PLC will be out on Tuesday night. Micron Technology paychecks on Wednesday, CarMax, Nike and Vale Resorts on Thursday and Carnival Corporation on Friday. Construction and material stocks uh, were down 1% on European bourses, leaving the Pan Eurostock 600 index down 0.3%. The weekly decline for that index was 1.6%. In a speech in New York shortly before the release of PMI data, European Central Bank Chief Economist Philip Lane said that the risks to economic growth were tilted to the downside. Manufacturing activity was set to remain weak, with clear signs of a slowdown in services. The London FTSE 100 inched higher 0.07 of a percent, um, uh, unwinding an earlier rally of 0.8 of a percent and setting a weekly loss of 0.3. Uh, the gains were uh, underpinned by Anglo-American, Glencore, Rio Tinto and the energy giants BP and Shell. 
In UK data, retail sales rose 0.4% for August, uh, following a 1.1% decline in July. Base metals advanced across the board. On Friday, copper added 0.3% uh, to finish at $3.73 a pound. Nickel gained 1.5% to $19,400 per tonne, rebounding after hitting their lowest level since July 2022. Aluminium rose 1.3% and zinc also rallied 1.9%. Benchmark spot iron ore rallied um, 3% to $121 a tonne, uh, but still logged a 1.5% weekly decline. Gold futures settled $6 higher at $1,946 an ounce, um, and the US dollar index traded at its highest level since March, again when Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. The greenback climbed 0.2% for the week, uh, its 10th straight weekly advance, longest such since uh, October 2014 when it had a 12-week sprint. Oil prices settled narrowly mixed on Friday, a day after Russia announced a temporary ban on exports, um, and the WTI rose 40 cents or half a percent to $90 a barrel. Brent dipped 3 cents to $93.27 a barrel. US 10-year yields fell four basis points to 4.44%, um, however, they have risen 26.5 basis points after the last three weeks. The two-year yield uh, held at 5.12%, but again also uh, has risen 26 points over the last three weeks. Boston Federal Reserve President Susan Collins on Friday said rates are likely to stay higher for longer than any previous projections had suggested. Federal Reserve Governor Michelle Bowman said it will likely be appropriate to raise interest rates further because inflation is still too high. In remarks to Colorado Banco, uh, bankers, Ms. Bowman also said that um, the Fed had seen considerable progress in lowering inflation, but more work needed to be done. Bank of Japan left interest rates unchanged at negative 0.1% while maintaining its outlook and yield curve control policy, showing no impetus to end its massive stimulus. The economic calendar for the week is highlighted by inflation data with Australia's monthly consumer price index uh, for August released on Wednesday, core personal consumption expenditures uh, and the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation uh, on Friday. Eurozone CPI for September is also slated for release on Friday and the Australian dollar is buying 64.4 cents. This is general advice only and we have not considered your needs or objectives.